Welcome to episode 192 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. All right. Well, that's 11 years, 23 movies now, and this is our review of Endgame. So for this review, we're going to do something a little bit differently. Normally, you're going to have to wait all the way to the end to get our uh, our ratings and diversity ratings. Uh, but this time, in honor of what the Russo brothers has asked everybody to do, and also what Heidi Moneymaker asked us to do, is we're going to give you a spoiler-free review in the first, what, five, minutes, ten minutes. minutes. We'll give yeah. you our initial reactions without spoiling it. We'll give you our diversity ratings and our rating. And then we'll stop and say, we'll give you five seconds to turn this off. And then we're <laughs> going to spoil the shit out of this because at, after this, after this review, you're going to, Heidi's is going to drop. So you're going to be able to listen to her. She did us a favor again of coming on again for the second year in a row to talk about Avengers, but it was spoiler free. Um, and we talk about her recently released ESPN article and stuff like that. So that's definitely an interview you want to see. She's now tied with Cody Stark for the most amount. Um, but so we're going to do things differently. We're going to, we're going to give you our initial reactions and then our diversity range. And then we're going to go into spoiler free because I've been dying to spoil the shit out of this movie, but I just don't want to have you sit through all the stuff. So we're doing it a little bit differently today. Yeah. So initial reactions, BJ, go. Uh, so I've seen it twice now. Uh, the first time I watched it, uh, there was a lot of, uh, cheering, clapping, yelling, uh, crying, uh, you name it. Uh, this movie has everything. And then the second time I watched it, I literally just got to kick back and really enjoy the film without having the tension because there was a lot of tension. There was, you know, uh, sweating. And, uh, so, Watching it the second time around, I got to see a lot of things I missed the first time. So this movie is amazing. It it is it deserves all the money. It deserves all the accolades. Uh, if this doesn't win any awards for effects and or you know stunts or any of that stuff, then that's a travesty. But anyway, the story, everything was great. The characters are great. Uh, without spoiling it, I'll just say that at the end of this movie, you will you will just be physically and emotionally exhausted but in a very very good way and it's a very satisfying ending i think um i recently read before this movie i read a spoiler free review from somebody um uh, uh jenna bush who writes for sci-fi but she was she was writing for a different art, uh magazine i forget um but she wrote that it's the most satisfying movie that she's ever seen and i was like that's that's a that's, that's a, a high mark. That's a high mark. I don't think I'm going to hit that. She was right. Yeah, she, she was, was right. so fucking she was right. right. And that's my initial reaction. That I came out of this theater, I I I, I disbelief. Out, right? Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> speechless a little bit because I couldn't think of anything that was bad. And we like always have some nitpicky stuff, but these are so minor nitpicks. Mm -hmm. So minor nitpicks. Um, it was funny. It was sad in a good way. It was shit you've never seen before and my my measure for a lot of these movies is i've seen it like just for, for the mcu alone there was 22 previous movies mm -hmm. that's how many fucking comic book movies marvel has released just in the mcu right right that doesn't include amazing spider-man one and two that doesn't include all the dce movies that i've seen yeah. i've seen a lot of comic book movies and I was still fucking surprised in this movie, and I shouted a lot of times in this movie. Yes. So my initial reaction is, "Holy fuck, thank you!" <laughs> that should be a new rating. There's a lot of there's a lot of giggling. Uh, I mean, I giggled. It's funnier and than you think. It, yeah, there is a lot of humor and a lot of heart, and uh, and 
amazing callbacks from even the first MCU film. And it's not forced. No. Everything makes sense. Like, everything makes sense to where you think, like, these these people have been together for a long time, like, f- uh, 10 years, I think, 10 or yeah, 16 10, years. 11, yeah. Um, as far as, like, the timeline goes in the MCU. And this is basically how people would react to each other and how they would... And there's some of the best acting jobs in this movie, too. Yes. Uh, that, yes. Um, but we'll we won't talk that. about that later. Yeah. Um, so let's go into let's go into our diversity ratings. Like I said, we're going to cut this short because it, it it is without speaking too much about it. We wanted to give you our ratings first, so we didn't spoil anything. So diversity rating, what do you got? Well, I think majority of the cast is white, isn't it? So it is, but it's it's kind of I'd say I would Jan say, Brady. Yeah, it's kind of Jan Brady as as the I think I think the second I think the second saga. Because this is called the Infinity War saga, right, right? Right. I think the second saga will be way more, way diverse, more diverse in a good it. way. Yeah, and it's not Forge, so get over yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to go Jan Brady too. Uh, um, what's your five lights? First time in a while, five lights, uh, five chainsaws. Yeah, I, uh, I almost spoke for Vic. <laughs> well, that's because you already knew. So five lightsabers for me. Um, the grand scale of this, there's, and everybody was worried about the three hour timeline. Or three hour. It did not feel like three hours. No. This movie felt like it could have been seven hours long, and I still would have been okay. And I, I didn't realize I had to go to the bathroom until I got up. I, I, I didn't, didn't even I have did. to go to the bathroom. I was so nervous. I was so engaged in the movie. Yeah, nobody. I think well, one person that I went with got up, but he's got a really notorious small bladder, <laughs> so he doesn't count. Yeah. But uh, but uh, so five five Jan Brady for both of us. Go see this movie. I suggest going to see this on IMAX. I saw it twice on IMAX. You saw it once in a regular theater and once on IMAX, and you can yeah, you speak a, for the difference. So it's a tremendous difference. So I, I saw it in a regular theater, uh, and there's just really no comparison. I mean, in the IMAX, I mean, it's like going from VHS or beta to you know Blu-ray, uh, Ultra HD or something. Not like to that. mention that they filmed this with IMAX cameras. They did. So it's 26 percent, is what they say, larger than a normal screen. So if you're watching this on a normal screen, you don't know what you're missing. So if you were to watch it in IMAX and then go to a regular screen, you'd be like, what What the hell is this shit? Yeah. But you go the opposite way. Like I went in, loved the movie, and then I went in IMAX for my second viewing, loved the movie like 10 times more. It's even like a new – it's like a watching – almost like watching a new movie sometimes. It, it was. It really was. I saw shit I didn't see before, and I was like uh, – which we'll get into. There's some major stuff that happens where it was like a holy shit moment, and when it happens on IMAX – it's even uh, it's it's undescribable. Um, so anyway, that is our kind of our spoiler review, spoiler free uh, review, spoiler free review. Um, so he, we're going to give you five, five seconds we're now. Count down. We're going to give you five seconds now um, to turn this off because now we're going to do what we've been waiting almost an hour and a half to do now because we couldn't spoil anything with Heidi. We're going to spoil the shit out of it now. So We didn't do the boring stuff. No, not yet. We will. Okay, we're going to do that. Oh, you okay. want to do the boring stuff Let's first? Let's just do it really fast. Okay, the boring stuff really fast before we spoil the shit out of it. 96%, right? 96% with over 380 reviews. Oh, shit. That's a lot. That's crazy amount of reviews. What so, is the audience uh, score? 92%. That's weird. I'm guessing the 8% are DCE, you guys. <laughs> um, and then the the most amazing part of this is is the money that it's making. It's so in one in one day its opening rec, its opening was one hundred fifty six point seven million dollars. Shattered. So to put that in records. perspective, um, because it is Marvel, to put it into perspective, in seventeen hours it made a hundred million dollars. Justice League made ninety eight million in one weekend. Right in three days. 
So now we are recording this on Sunday so we can give you some bigger numbers. So Endgame uh, will officially have been the first movie to make a billion dollars in three days. Worldwide. $1.2 billion globally. And it's the first movie ever to break 300 million. And not only did it break 300 million in a weekend, it kicked its ass. <laughs> it kicked its own ass because, because Infinity War did 257. Which was just shy, I think, of Force Awakens. And now shy it, of it? Yeah, because I, I think it was, Force Awakens was like 260. No, it, no, they were number one. Oh, okay. Well, maybe so they, close. Infinity War beat, beat so the end, Force Awakens. And then Endgame. Trashed Infinity War by so, like hundred million. Yeah, by hundred and one million, it beat its own record. <laughs> that's by that's crazy. not that's not that's not beating the record. That's 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 glenning the record. <laughs> that is glenning it so bad. Basically, there's no fucking head left. <laughs> Eyeballs. It's just out. no head. It's just fucking a headless corpse. That's exactly what Endgame did. Did its own record. So now, now it has a chance to see if it's going to be the first ever domestic. That's the big record. The domestic hit a billion. Yeah, because domestically hit a billion. Is at nine thirty six. So that's right. the one to beat. Um, and then Avatar's two point seven worldwide. So that's the one to beat as well. Right. Um, there is a little bit of inflation there because it actually, I think, if Two, there was inflation, so. if there was inflation, I think Gone with the Wind would still be number one all time. Maybe. Star Wars um, is up there too, A New Hope. But Star up. Wars was released like three or four times afterwards. I think yeah. Gone with the Wind was, doesn't have that kind of uh, longevity uh, in that no. sense. Um, so massive records all over the place. Now it's now it's every single day, I guarantee you're going to find a new record being broken. Like oh, Mondays, yeah. like Monday, it's going to break some kind of record on Monday. Yeah. So there's the boring stuff. Okay, here's your five-second countdown before we spoil the shit out of this. <laughs> five, four, three, two, one. Oh, my God, this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, my God, where do you want to start? Uh, let's, uh, okay. Where do we want to start to spoil the shit out of this movie? <laughs> well, it, it's it, it's something that we've read about for a long time that some sort of time travel is going to be uh, introduced. The time but, heist. So it was like a, a Back to the Future 2 kind of thing. But what? But not Back to the Future. But not Back to the Future, right? As they kind of explain in the movie, they talk about all that was great. That scene where they just named all these like time travel movies. Yeah, and, then and I was like, end, oh my god! And then at the end, Scott Scott's like, so Back to the Future is just bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but before that, they actually go and defeat Thanos. They actually go and just fucking chop his. That head. was pretty cool. How I didn't see it. that coming. I was oh, like, that was violent. I was like, holy in a good shit. Way. Yeah, they actually sought him out. This was like three weeks after the snap. And what was went- kind of funny was like, uh, yeah, it was like kind of three weeks after the snap. But what was funny was it, I felt like that scene was addressing all the issues that people had with Infinity War of like, why don't you just cut his fucking hand off? Yeah. <laughs> Which Thor did. Yeah, in a very awesome way. He cut his little, he cut his little like uh, Chris Elliott hand off <laughs> from Scary Movie 2. Right. People were asking me on Facebook, like, I don't get the Chris Elliott thing. I'm like, what do you mean you don't get the Chris Elliott thing? It's, Did you have to show him? No, like, I didn't get a like chance Quato. to. But if yeah, Quato too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that that was why I had Chris Elliott in the meme that we had. Because, That's amazing. Because his hand was all fucked up. <laughs> and so, Thor cut it off. Yeah, it was great. But then when he cuts his head off, he's like, I went for the head. I was kind of waiting for that. Like, he yeah. was in mid-sense. I was like, this would be a good spot for him to just... End the whole conversation right here and just cut his head off because there was like nothing else left to do. No, there was no reason for that. There, there was the, he a destroyed rumor. Destroyed the stones. There was one rumor that Thanos would help the Avengers, like he had made a mistake because in the comic books in the Infinity, in, in the Infinity Gauntlet story, um, in the comic books, uh, I believe it's Gamora or Nebula that get the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, and Thanos actually 
and Thanos actually helps the Avengers try to get it back. So there was that small room. They ended that quickly when Thor cut his head off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's not like, happening. That's not what's going to yeah. happen. <laughs> no, and they did a really good job. You know, with the, the, the time travel thing is, is always difficult, and there's some problematic issues with it. But when you're kind of watching a movie like this, you're just being entertained. It's not till much later where you're like, wait a minute. Because <laughs> there's some things with uh, – with Captain America at the very end, you know, when we can talk about it a little bit later, where I, where we were like, "Wait a minute, this this doesn't seem right." <laughs> <laughs> but the whole movie's predicated on the fact that they decide, they figure out through Scott Lang that they can, you know, go back in time, and they need Stark's help as well to kind of help pinpoint the times and pinpoint the places. But they can go back in time steal all the infinity stones before they got taken and then use it to snap everyone back essentially without changing the time without changing the future so right. basically so, they snap everyone back 5 years later but everybody is still aware that everyone vanished yes so all they're doing is just basically bringing people back from the dead and then immediately returning the t- the stones back to the exact point where they stole them. Right. So which that it, would it, not create it, that back to the future it, timeline. Right. It closes the time loop. Right. Exactly. So like everything still happens. Now, with all time jumps or time travel movies or shows, there's always something that doesn't make sense. Um, for example, let's go right into the Captain America All right, thing. Let's do it. So my understanding, and this is going to be hard over, over a podcast because I only understood it when I was actually having dim sum with a friend and we used chopsticks for timelines. <laughs> <laughs> so, so imagine one chopstick laid across. That's the, that's the end game timeline, right? Right. So Captain America goes back, returns all the stones at each point in time, but then he goes back to 1945. 45. Somehow, wait. So does he return the wait? So here's no, the first he has problem. to go to one. He has does to go to 1970 to turn it back in. So then, how does he get to 1945? He he probably still has pim particles. He just shot, just shoots back to that. Okay. He has the little the little. The so watch. he probably went he to 1970 that, to steal more pim particles. And right. this is this is out. This this is speculation. So this is not something we're DCEUing EUing the movie right now because we're trying to figure out where this happens because this this is the only way that this makes sense the ending of the movie. So so anyway, so he goes back to he takes the pit, extra pin particles in 1970 which they have established that they're already there. Yep. And then he goes back to 1945 and so, so pause for just a second. When he goes okay. So there's a part of the movie where they 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 mess up. Loki takes the tesseract and disappears. So they're from fucked. New York, from New yeah, York. So fight. they're like uh we need to find another time, but we can't. We don't have enough pim particles cuz pim is snapped away. So Stark goes, "Wait a minute. I know a place where we can go to get both the tesseract and extra pim particles." So he he only needed 3 pim, okay? It because there's four. he only, right. He only needed three because it was him, Scott, and Stark. No, so, Scott had already gone to the future. Okay, so then he had two extra. Right. Okay, so he had to have used that extra one to go back to 1945 later in the movie. That's but, what I'm thinking. But, but at the time that he's gets, but the time that he sent back to the past, Hank Pym has already been brought back to life. Right. So he goes to 1970, drops the tesseract off, and then continues on. 
to uh, probably 1945 after he Where you see the, the dance. Yeah. And here's the other thing that's problematic, I just realized, is that the, all the stones that he has, they're not in any kind of casing. Like, for instance, the, the Tesseract, or the, what is that called? The Time Stone, or the, not the Time Stone, the, the Space Stone, or whatever it is. The Power the, Stone was in that, that silver casing. Yeah, I didn't see, an I didn't yeah. see an orb. Um, was, how the fuck did he return the Soul Stone? Like, how do you do that? Do you just show up and just hand it to the Red Skull and said, here you go. Like, or just throw it like, off the edge? Just throw, <laughs> throw it down the pit. Do you want me to litter? It hits like Scarlet in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's her in the head, the Black Widow. He's like, I thought maybe that would work. <laughs> like, I'm just, this is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> this is really awkward. Yeah. Red Skull's like, that's not how it fucking works, man. Yeah, now, now, now I've got to go down and get it. <laughs> I mean, look, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't have any... I'm stuck here for eternity. Now i got to climb down this fucking mountain to get this... All you had to do is just wait for me to tell you the directions, and you fucking just tossed it over the edge. God, you know how bad it smells down there? Every time they go to Vormir, they can't... Why can't they fly next to the mountain? They always park and walk, like, fucking miles to get to Well, before... All right, before we get back to the, the, the time jump issue or the time heist issue with Captain uh, Captain America, I will say this. I, I did find one issue. So clearly uh, Nebula knows that she needed to sacrifice a soul. Right. She does not say this to Black Widow. No, or, she's like or, R2 not saying anything to yeah. Luke and Leia when they were kissing. <laughs> like, yeah. hey, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you guys can figure it out on your own. Yeah. Because <laughs> at no point did... At no point did did Nebula say like, "Oh, by the way, when you guys go to Vormir, you need to sacrifice something. One of you guys need to die, you know." Yeah. And <laughs> do you have a stuffed animal? Nebula says, "Oh yeah, love? I'll take I'll take this Quinn mission, <laughs> quill, this quill this quill mission for no reason whatsoever. I'm not going to go to Vormir. I'm not doing that because because <laughs> if they drew the short straw and they went to Vormir, like." They don't love each other. Like, no. <laughs> like War Machine and War Machine and uh No, it, it, it here's the thing. As soon as Hawkeye and and uh Black Widow said they were going to Voromir, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. This is not I was like, good. somebody's gonna die. Someone's gonna fucking die. I was like, die. Nebula needs to speak up right now. Yeah. <laughs> Right. She's like, oh, they volunteered. I, 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 I'm out. Yeah. So let's go back to the. Let's okay. go back to the. Uh, so so okay, anyway, so Endgame. Endgame's <laughs> timeline is the, the the straight chopstick. So then, when he goes back to now, we're back to the 1945 part. Right. He's returned all he's the returned, stones. He's cut all the Infinity Loop, the time loop. So that shit's fine. It's all taken care of. And now he just decides, I'm going to fuck off. Right. Basically. So he goes to 1945 and gets that. He gets finally gets that dance that we've been teased since the first Captain Marvel, which I absolutely love. Yeah, I love that Captain Marvel finally got to be happy and get Captain that Amer- Captain Ca- America. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Captain America got to be happy and live that life that Tony wanted him to live or get a life. So he creates inadvertently. So then, when they pull him back, they pull him out of his own timeline. I'm guessing he took that thing off his hand. He took it off and until just he lived was ready. His life. Yeah, and, so, and walked there, or drove there. Or yeah, something. like. But the problem is in that timeline that he created. Now there's two Captain Americas. Yes, one is still stuck in ice when he goes for that dance. Yep. Right. By the time he goes, gets pulled back into the original Endgame timeline, he has created that timeline that that. Um, uh, that the ancient one said yes. told Bruce told Bruce Banner that that would happen. Yep, and that's when Bruce Banner explains. Well, no, if we hand back the stones at the exact moment that we took them, like basically like ten seconds after, yeah, 
your timeline still continues on yep. and goes into our timeline. Well, Captain America completely fucks that up. He basically <laughs> does the Back to the Future 2 thing by fucking stealing the, the sports almanac. <laughs> yeah, he Except does. this time, he doesn't steal the sports almanac. He goes he back and it. gets... <laughs> He goes back and gets and gets uh, and gets uh, Peggy. Yeah, and the, Peggy, now the sports almanac has pages that stick together. <laughs> yeah. the, the sports almanac is Peggy Carter. <laughs> right, right. So he goes back and and has her. So like that. Now I'm thinking like, okay, so now there's a different timeline that they for the entire movie tried to avoid, and then Captain America at the very end was like, like ah, fuck, fuck it, it. <laughs> fuck it. I've done shit. it. I've done enough. I've done yeah. enough of this bullshit. So. So anyway, so so now there's two timelines. Yeah. So I'm guessing that when he puts that thing back on finally, that Peggy has already died and he's lived his full life. Yeah, pretty right? much. So he, he's he'll back. Die. <laughs> but then there's again there's now two timelines. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is the thing is how time works is that he if he showed up there at that exact time and Hulk and all those people wouldn't be sitting right there. They they would be in a different timeline. Right. He would just show up and there'd be nobody there. He's like, fuck. So how does that timeline deal? I think this is a case of the a writer's thing where it's like, well, this is the ending we want. You know what I mean? Like right. nobody's going to right now. I'm going to be questioning this because it's a perfect ending. But then, like, it's well, time- if you make a movie for nerds, we're going to find a way to question <laughs> well, time yeah, travel. Yeah, because because he kisses nothing. His, he kisses her great niece. I mean, he makes out with in her in that timeline. Yeah, in the other in timeline. his is in his new timeline. His great niece, Agent Thirty Three, is probably never even born. Existed, yeah. because well, I mean, we don't know who her husband so you're, you, was. You 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 have this really great theory. So we don't know who the husband was, right? Like, I don't even think. Agent Carter, the TV show, dealt with that. No, right? Because there was a there was a thing where he was, she was kind of getting feelings for that the guy in the with the with the walking cane. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that never the this the show got canceled, so we have no clue. But you you said something really interesting where it's like, well, maybe he really didn't create a separate timeline because if you go back and watch Civil War, Civil War, the first Avengers movie, I think it is, or Winter Soldier. When he goes back and visits Peggy, yeah, in, you don't see the husband's Soldier. face. No, in the, any of the pictures. So that could still be Steve. She says she married a war veteran. She never said who, the, who what his name was. Or right, anything. never said anything. Um, but how how hard it would be to keep your identity secret for 70 years? It's fucking Captain America. <laughs> it's like, how do you There's do that? There's a fucking museum made out of him <clears throat> that he visits himself. And he got a disguise. He has like a beard <laughs> and a fake nose. <laughs> I guess. Or he uses that disguise that Black Widow uses in in, uh, in Civil oh, War. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's a master of disguise. So, like, I don't know. But but that does bring up a pretty good point when you were talking about that because her husband is never shown. No. And the Russos are the ones that would know better than anybody because they did Winter Soldier. Right. I wonder if they planned that shit from the beginning. That would have been amazing. God, so it's amazing. either the second alternative timeline or... The two Captain Marvels still exist in the Endgame timeline. I'm sorry, I keep saying Captain Marvel because, <laughs> and here's why: because Captain Mar- Kevin Feige was not kidding when he said Captain Marvel was the most powerful person in the universe. She fucking so is. Yeah, they hand played her. Hand. They played her really smart though. And the way that they did her storyline in Endgame is like, well, if she's so powerful, why don't she just fucking rip Thanos' head off? Well, she explains it, and it makes total sense. This is not a throwaway line. Right. This is not a Martha moment, Where, although there is a Martha moment in this movie, <laughs> which is pretty fucking awesome. But 
it makes complete sense because Captain Marvel is is basically like a Green Lantern. Yes. Except she doesn't just do one Way like one powerful. solar system. She does the entire universe. Yep. She protects the entire universe. And she has this great line in the movie where she says, um, "It's ha- what's happening to Earth is happening all over the universe or galaxy. Bit, yeah. and, and a lot of those planets don't have you guys. Yep. Which is a great line. It's a great line. It's a great fucking line. So that's why she fucks off for a while. Because she has it, to. Yeah, She's because protect- she just doesn't concentrate and they're like, well, on and, Earth. And even Scarlet says, or uh, uh, Scarlet, <laughs> Black Widow says, like, we'll call you. This channel's always open. We'll just give you a call if right. something happens. So, which they probably so, do when, yeah. when they're about to give her the, give them, you know, make their plan happen. So it makes total sense why she's not there because there are other planets, which you have seen through Guardians of the Galaxy. That makes total sense why she doesn't show up. But when she shows up, she oh fucking shows how powerful she is. This is Captain Marvel has been using her powers since 1990. Yeah. And she is in full control of her powers. And holy shit. The look on <laughs> Thanos' face when she fucking flies through his ship like it's goddamn tissue paper, paper. <laughs> is fucking amazing. Yeah. He's just like, holy fuck. And my, there's so many favorite moments, but one of my most favorite moments in this movie is because every time Thanos has like, Thanos has done this thing where she, where he like winds back and just fucking pummels, like punches somebody in the face and they just drop to the ground. He did it to Thor. He did it to Hulk. Captain he did it America. to Captain America, but Captain America is the weakest out of all of them. So it makes complete sense but like you see how pound for pound thanos is still the most powerful person in the galaxy or universe and then he fucking tries to do the same thing to captain marvel and she doesn't even fucking flinch she no, doesn't even no. move he goes to do the snap and she sticks her hand in between his thumb and his hand and, she and he looks like she's the, about to like break his the, arm yeah pulls she's, it backwards she's pulling his fingers backwards and he's screaming and he does this headbutt thing where she it doesn't. It was even, a headbutt or a punch. It was a headbutt. He goes bam, and she doesn't even fucking flinch or move. Yeah. And then he has this look on his face like, "What just happened?" Yeah. And then he pulls the power stone off and shoves it in his other hand and punches her. And she gets that eye that you know that's I mean shit I mean that that could have happened to any. That hero. surprised the hell that out of fucking out of me. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not even fighting him. We're like. Wow, that was a good idea. Because in that split second that he pulls the power stone out, like there's no time to react in the way they show it. And you see the look on Captain Marvel's face. It's like, all right, this might hurt a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but only a little bit. Yeah. Because, again, she her power comes from one of the stones. Yeah. So she is that powerful. But the only thing that can hurt her is another stone. Yep. Um, but holy shit, when she – anytime Captain Marvel is on screen, she steals the show. Yeah. She definitely steals the show. And – one of the other things that steals the show for me also, there's, God, there's so many great moments. Um, I was, I didn't think, um, the rescue armor was going to be, look good oh, on Gwyneth uh, Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow um, yeah. on Piper Potts because I, again, I, I hate, I hated Iron Man 3. Yeah, Everything it, about that movie. My I hate. least favorite movie. And I hated the whole, she had powers at the end and it just came out of nowhere. But I'm telling you right now, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. When she shows up in the rescue armor and she does the tracking shot just like in um, the first Avengers movie, mm-hmm. but this time it's her. So she's tr- she's being tracked and it ends with not with her putting her repulsor things into her repulsors into Captain America's shield. She flies back to back with Iron Man himself. And oh my God, I'm getting goosebumps. <laughs> the like second time around, shot. I started crying. Yeah. 
because like, beat this Michael Bay you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> no sunset either, bitch. <laughs> there was this. They're 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 flying. They're hovering back to back, and it's the rescue. It's Piper Potts and Tony Stark back to back in the armor fighting. And I'm like, this is fucking everything I never knew I wanted. Yeah, then Morgan shows up, the <laughs> yeah. little Iron Man suit. You're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's iron, 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 tot, iron tot. <laughs> this oh, is amazing. Uh, what other, what other moments oh, were just God. so the whole battle at the end? I, I remember when they were touting this battle. Um, you know the Matrix uh, revolutions and how it was like a, a, a forty minute, forty five yeah. million dollar. I mean, fuck that piece of shit. Fuck the so Pearl Harbor is, ending. Fuck all that stuff. This is how you get. This is how you know. That move, that that whole ending thing, was probably it was gigantic. First of all, expensive as fuck. But there's a big difference because Huge there's difference. a motion yes. felt in this movie versus all those other movies that you listed. The other movies were just let me show you what what a hundred million dollar looks dick could do. Yeah. yeah, let me show you this what this hundred million dollar looks like, and I don't care about anybody, right? I mean. It doesn't even start that way. It just starts with the three of them. It starts with Iron Man, Captain America, and, and Thor, Thor just fighting Thanos. And that scene alone starts off gorgeous yeah. where you probably didn't even see it in your regular theater because in, in one side of the theater or one side of the screen is Iron Man, the silhouette of Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor standing there. And then at the very bottom is Thanos just sitting just there. Just sitting there like twiddling his thumbs. Right. And it's that's a gorgeous shot. Yeah. So all that fight happens and then Thor's about to get the get the, uh, the Stormbreaker storm put through his chest. his chest. Yeah. And you see the hammer lift, and you're thinking, okay, Thor can... He's using his abilities to hit Thor, for, uh, hit Thanos from behind, and then it hits Thanos, and then it comes back, and Thor doesn't raise his hand. You're like, where the fuck is this going? And then it's fucking Captain it's, America. It's the Force Awakens moment. It's oh, Rey, my it's, God. It's Ray getting the lightsaber. Oh, my God. It's a complete callback to Age of Ultron where he just moves it a little bit. Yeah, now he's fucking worthy. And even Thor is like, I knew it. Yeah. I knew you were worthy. <laughs> yeah. Though my, my First of all, that crowd for Thursday night uh, for, for the IMAX showing was the best crowd I've ever had since episode I'm one. I'm goosebumps right now thinking about that scene. Since, Jesus Christ. Since episode one. And I can guarantee you right now on multiple viewings of this movie, I'm not going to have the same feeling after watching multiple viewings of episode one. No, no, no. There's no, because that, that crowd, for me, I've said many times on the show, that crowd masked how poor that movie was yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. This movie, if it did anything, made it, it was just, it was like a perfect storm of a great movie being played along with a great crowd and combining those two together. I mean, the crowd that we went yesterday morning was still kind of good. Yeah. They cheered a, a good amount and, and clapped and laughed, but there was so much more. I wish there, you had seen that with us there's that just night. So much, uh, there's just so much emotion behind a lot of these scenes because these are, number one, these are things that you've thought about and dreamed about and, and, and sometimes, you know, like fantasized about and all that stuff. And then, you come and see this thing and you realize that they're just like us. They're just like, let me show you some shit you didn't realize, you know, you wanted to see. Let me show you the best ending you've ever seen to a movie. Or let me show you something that, you know, we teased a while back, but, but then you forgot about it and now you just remembered it f like a huge callback. When he has that hammer. Oh, my and, God. Oh, my God. I mean, and that's one. Then Captain America finally says the words, Avengers Assemble. Oh, my God. And and you have 67 MCU characters just running 
toward all the bad guys and I the shot is like I want that shot like immortalized on my wall. I cannot tell you how loud that theater cheered when he said Avengers Assemble. It was like quiet. It was the like this th- real quietness this, and yeah. then he says it. I, so the first time I I, I yelled. That I was did, one of I did too. That was one of the I, I'm not really a big loud. yeller. I'm not a big yeller in the theater and I can guarantee you when I yell at something in the theater or cheer, it's something fucking amazing. Yeah. So back to back, I yelled at the th- at the hammer scene, and then I yelled at assemble because th- that was the one thing I wanted more than anything was Avengers Assemble. Yeah. If I don't get a great movie, I want Captain America to say Avengers Assemble, and I had fucking forgot about it. Yep. Completely forgot about it until they show this other track, this this other shot where they're just going down the line of showing all the MCU. Well, well, wait. Right before, wait, wait, right before that, that gave you goosebumps. Like he's literally sitting there. He had this fight with oh, Thanos. Right. He, got his he gets ass, ass handed to him, but he right. he actually put up a good fight. And then he just the, barely gets the up. shield is completely decimated. Yeah, just like Tony's oh vision. flashback. Yeah, his then vision. you see all these bad guys, and you're thinking oh, they're fucked. They're, but, they're dead. But here's the best part about he, Captain he America. Cinches up he his, still stands there and is like, "Let all right, if this is what's going to happen." He cinches up his, his fucking fucked up shield, and then he hears. Hey, this is Sam, and then he's like, he's like huh? and then he goes on your left, and that's a big Fuck. call back to Civil War. Oh, God. oh no, Winter, Winter Soldier, Winter right? Soldier, yeah, on your left, Winter, yeah. and there's goosebumps, and then yeah. like all these like fucking Doctor the Strange portals you know, open up, all these oh portals my God. Up. Ah! <laughs> I mean, even in, even in the subdued kind of theater that we had again still a good crowd not the crowd that i got thursday night right when spider-man showed up the place still cheered oh nuts we yeah fucking nuts well i can guarantee you from thursday night showing it was even louder yeah there I were bet, parts yeah. in that movie you where could... i didn't even hear anything because they were cheering yeah. so loud in the first show yeah oh yeah oh my god i mean they, like in this movie they didn't even cheer for uh for marvel no, right, right. Like in in my in my theater, the, I knew ripped. the crowd was going to be good when we were showing previews, and they cheered for Lucasfilm Limited coming up. Oh yeah, they cheered I mean, for the I Star mean, the Wars. ship is the ship is raining down on him, killing a bunch of people and all that stuff. And then the then the guns raise and they shoot into the clouds, and everyone's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And even I, for a second, was like, "What is that?" And then I went, "Oh yeah." You, you know, forget. You forget we're Captain Marvel. Yeah, you forget all about her, and she just rips right through that. Because you're ship. so invested. Because you've seen, at this point <laughs> at this point in time, you have seen so many fucking amazing things. At this point in time, you've seen the uh, Captain America hold up the hammer. You've seen on your left and all the fucking Marvel characters coming in. You see Spider Man showing up. Even before that, you see Howard Stark talking to Tony Stark. Right. Uh, you see the cap- You see circle. the Captain America fighting Captain America, and they have their own. Martha moment, which is when he tells uh, the other Captain Mar- uh, Captain America um, from Bucky from is alive. Bucky's alive, and, and 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 the other Captain America freezes. That's their Martha moment, but it makes completely but, more sense there. Yeah, absolute more sense. So all the, you see all these fucking things. You saw you saw uh, you oh, saw the, the uh, reverse, sexy older Hulk. The, the oh yeah the reverse uh, the reverse elevator scene from Winter Soldier. Yes, you, another favorite. When he do when he says Hail Hydra. Holy shit! You've seen all these fucking things, and you, and and this is right before Captain Marvel shows up at the at the end fight scene, and you've seen all this cool shit, and you're like, what else can you give me? And then yeah. Captain Marvel comes in from the sky and just pisses on Thanos' <laughs> giant ship, just pisses all over it, just like like it's nothing, yeah, like it's literally the toy version, and she's just like, fuck you, and just hits it. <laughs> it's made out of balsa wood. Yeah, like <laughs> it doesn't even like it doesn't like. I can't even, I can't describe to you 
First of all, I don't even know why I'm, I'm describing this to you if you haven't seen this movie yet. Stop <laughs> listening to this. We gave you five fucking seconds. But the sheer joy of watching that woman fly in from the sky and decimating that ship who you that ship that you've been afraid of ever since the end credits of of uh Thor, Ragnarok. of Ragnarok. That giant basically that is the that is the superstar destroyer. That's Vader's ship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And or Snoke's ship. Yeah, it's, and, and yeah. she just comes out in a way like, I'm just going to fly through this I'm thing. I'm going to flick this thing like it's a mosquito. Yeah, exactly. She flies through it like you're in a fucking, you're in a school bus, and there's like a tiny mosquito, and you just drive right through it. <laughs> like, it doesn't even exist. And the look on Thanos' face is like, holy fuck. Who's that? <laughs> How did I know about this person? Where has this person been? Instead of fighting the Avengers, I should have been fighting this person. Yeah. Because oh my god oh and we didn't even get to the we didn't even get to the all women Avengers scene oh god there was a one scene that, that happens after that so yep, okay yep. so again all that shit that you've seen beforehand now Captain Marvel shows up destroys the ship like it's fucking nothing right and does all her cool shit and then you're like okay what else can you show me and then they and then and then um, they do a wreck it Ralph. They do a Disney princess scene. Oh yeah, where they show all the women of the MCU just standing there, and who who's the one that, that picks it up? She's like, who? was it Deny with the? Uh... Somebody says she's not going to be alone. Right, 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 right. I forget who said I it. I don't remember now. But it Damn was it. Captain Marvel who picked it up, right? Yeah, something like that. She ca- she picked it up, and she's like, she's not. Oh, it's Spider Man who says. Spider Man says to her, like, did you see like how you're going to get through all that? And then all the women start oh, showing that's right. up. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm like, I didn't know I wanted that, but I wanted more. <laughs> I want that movie. I want, I want the yeah. all-female oh Avenger movie. God! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, so Spider-Man finally gets to because remember when he first got his suit? She's like, "Do you want killing mode?" And he's like, "No, no, no! Shut it down! Shut it down!" But that was in the first suit, it, it, not right, the Iron the suit. Oh, that's right. It was in the homecoming suit. But You're there right. is a kill mode in the other one. So he goes, he's all kill mode because he's being surrounded. And that fucking spider legs oh come out. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That part came out of nowhere, too. Yeah. They're basically, oh, my God. They're basically, they got to get the gauntlet through the quantum realm where they destroyed the one quantum realm time machine. They had one left in the in the van. And so they're all it is, tr- it is a typical. Like a football, it is. You know? It is. This is. Gauntlet's this like is the way better version than the ending of Transformers. Yes. So the equivalent of the Russo brothers doing something as stupid as Michael Bay <laughs> as far as giving the cube to a kid and tell him to run seven city blocks and climb up a bunch of stairs to give it to a human helicopter when you just fucking saw an alien spaceship fly from Hoover Dam. <laughs> a transforming equi- jet. <laughs> yeah. A, an alien jet. Yeah. The equivalent would have been if the Russo brothers told Happy to take the Infinity Gauntlet and run it to the brown after man. He ate, after he ate a big meal. After, after Captain Marvel just flew through the fucking ship, and you're like, you know what? Instead, I'm going to give it to Happy. Happy, and, take the gauntlet to that van 200 Happy, yards away. you're not away. even going to drive in the Rolls Royce. I want you to run. Run to that He's van. He's got the cheeseburger sweats. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about cheeseburgers yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, the, the Iron Man, the Iron Spider thing, holy fucking so shit. So when Iron Man has the gauntlet, you see him flying all over the place and he lands on Valkyrie's Pegasus. Yes. And I was like, oh my God, like, what is going on? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> I didn't know I wanted them two together. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they were putting people next to each other, like all over the place. It literally was what they said in the, in the in Infinity War. I remember during the press junket for Infinity War 67. and they said one of the, yeah. well, what they said one of the, the best parts of writing this movie mm. is 
putting certain characters together, together that you would that you would find interesting. Like I didn't think Nebula and and Tony Stark together in the beginning of the movie would oh, work. Oh, that was so great. I loved her in that. Yeah, I did when too. she like when she's, she's trying to take care of him when she doesn't accept the food and gives it to Tony. My theater in, on Thursday night had in like everybody was like ah oh. yeah like every, uh, the Saturday morning I'm I'm. I'm just as excited for the the crowd that I had Thursday night as I am for the movie because it yeah. it, it completely topped every, that was like the cherry on top of everything yeah. having a great crowd. It really helps your your movie experience um, for sure. What else? I mean, god damn it, there's so many and we and, and a lot of this stuff we're only talking about the end of the movie. There's so much good shit that happens before this. Well, yeah, the whole time heist is great cuz it's like a total back to the future 2 moment. It's a you know they go back um, to try to get the stones, and you see a lot of great, great cameos. People that are either already dead or they're just not in the movies anymore. Um, you know, you get Reen Russo in a great scene as Thor's mom comes back. You see, we uh, only see Natalie Portman for a second, but it's her. And then you see, um, you know, the Hail Hydra guys. You know, because of the Winter you Soldier. You see Howard Stark as they they you know de-aged him. Yes. In, in this, um, but it's the original Howard Stark, not the Hank, Howard Stark, not the Howard Stark from Captain America. Right, right. It's from every other movie, and not Agent Carter. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's the original Howard Stark, which I'm glad that they did. I'm glad they did that too. Um, but one of the trip, I mean, the de aging technology is amazing because you see Michael Douglas, you're like even younger. Shit. He looks like he even was younger on the than he was. Like my parents watched the streets of San Francisco in the 1970s, and that's what he fucking looked like. Yeah, and, and, and I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh my god, because he's even younger than that than they did in the in the other version. Yeah. in Ant Man, um, and even then he looked really good. Yeah. Um, like there's so many great there's so many camps there's so many people that you have forgotten about that they've brought back like Frank Grillo you know who's this uh, movie crossbones has no slow parts no I don't care what they say about when you take a leak there's nothing you want to miss in this movie yeah, even because if, even I'm, the talking even the part where Tony Stark figures out time travel yeah and his daughter is sitting there and she says shit yeah. I love it I- <laughs> Fucking love. He's like, don't every- say that. Your He's mom like, coined that. Your mom said at first she coined it, and then she's like, "Well, what are you doing here?" And he's like, "Well, I got a lot of shit going on." And I'm like, <laughs> "You're like, and, that's uh, why I talk to my daughter. It's and, amazing." <laughs> oh, my favorite. My favorite scene was uh, my favorite part of that ending was when he's leaving. And he's like, now go to bed before I sell all your toys. I'm like, oh, shit, that's something I would say. <laughs> and she just giggles and goes yeah. to sleep. Oh, dad. <laughs> because she knows that Tony has plenty of money to buy more toys and better toys. <laughs> I mean, he's got a fucking iron. He's got the rescue armor in the fucking garage. Yeah, he's like, I'm just tinkering around with this for your mom. And they did tease how smart she actually is. Yeah. Because she was able to actually go in there and actually turn the shit on and use it. Right. <laughs> so, like, Morgan might be kind of smart. I hope... Though that they don't take the Iron Heart armor from the comic books, where it's supposed to be that uh, that black girl. Yes, I forget her name. Unfortunately, I can't remember her name either. She's fifteen, Riri, or something. Like yeah, that? something like that. Um, I hope they don't move that to Morgan. Um, so I'm hoping that that doesn't happen. But but that being said, like I love you three thousand is like my oh, favorite, God. one of my favorite things coming out of that movie. So for some reason. That Robert Downey Jr. would never listen to this podcast. We love you, three thousand. Oh my God! And and his 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 acting job 3, in this in this movie is stands out the most from the very beginning, even when he's just on the ship, to when he's they they like not de age him, but they like shrink him down 
because he hasn't had food in like 30 days. Oh man, they made him really gaunt and skin skinny. and bones, like almost like Tom Hanks and like uh, Castaway. Castaway, yeah. yeah. But then when he's like, he looks frail. He's actually speaking frail too. That's his acting. That has nothing to do yeah. with the CG. So That's he's heartbreaking. He's talking as he's like a hollowed out person because there's he's just basically skin and bones. But then when he goes after Captain America for leaving, because like when you watch Civil War, you're like Tony's wrong. Right. Yeah. But then when you hear Tony's speech in the beginning of Endgame, you're like, oh, the shit. Captain Marvel, you're like, oh man, yeah, he was kind of right. right too. You're kind of right. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, god damn it, there's, I can't, I've never seen a movie like this ever. And there's never been a movie like this ever. No. There's never been a movie like this. Never. We're sitting here struggling to see how The Rise of Skywalker is going to finish out two movies. This fucking movie finished out twenty-two movies. Yeah. Twenty-two movies. I'm telling you right now. I don't see another movie taking this Chewie Award away. There's, no, I don't no. see it. I don't see. I don't see no. this accomplishment being. We taught. might as well just end the podcast right now, saying like, "This is the best movie ever," and here's the Chewie Award and peace. <laughs> I mean, there's like, there's movies that struggle to 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 have a finish for two movies, right? If I'm every director or every every studio that's ever that that will ever exist, and I, my thing to them is like if the Russo brothers can get sixty plus characters, main characters, onto a screen, and and and, and you care and about every end, single one of yes, them, yes, and you can combine the emotion, the the laughter, the enjoyment, the shit you've never seen before over twenty two movies, and you finish it in a way where it's completely sat. There's nothing that I can think of that's not satisfying about this movie. The only thing that I can say that I'm not satisfied with this movie is is I didn't get to see Black Widow at the end. Yeah. So spoilers. I wanted, there are people that die. Yeah. So and there are people that brought back that died before. What they say makes sense of who they can't bring back um, because they're permanent. Yeah, um, yeah. I was upset that they. Story wise, I understood why they killed Black Widow. The only thing that upset me was I didn't see her. They had a mourning moment, but they didn't have an actual funeral. No. Um, because there's no time. body. Um, but so. That's nitpicky. That's a nitpick that they didn't, I didn't see Black Widow's funeral, but they did have a mourning scene. My other nitpick with that is I didn't get to see Black Widow at the end of that female fight. Yeah, that, I really wanted that to That was her. when I missed her the most was yeah. when I was like, oh, this sucks. Like, Because she was the first female MCU character that kicked they, ass. They front-loaded that movie with her a lot. I, I think the reasoning behind that. like, Because she wasn't going to be at the yeah, end. Because she wasn't yeah. going to be at the end. And we kind of saw it coming. I mean... The, the whole beginning scene where you see Clint's family disappear, that was just like, whoa. To me, that made her made him safe. Holy shit. It kind of did. I was like, uh, they're kind of – and then he went on a you know killing spree. Um, and so you're kind of thinking like, well, he feels guilty about that. And that's that. an interesting way to start the movie. It was a great it's, fucking way. Is that's it, like Lord of the Rings. When the third movie starts out, it's, it's fucking Gollum. Right. Okay? Right. This is a perfect way to start this movie. You know, not just Thanos cooking. You know, soup. he's he's the one main uh, Avenger that you don't see what happens. No, snap. no, and uh, you don't see Scott either. So it kind of starts. No, with you those do two. see it. You see it in the end credit scene of Ant Man and Wasp. Oh, that. Oh, right, right, right. So you kind of, you know, you you kind of see them, you know, uh, in the beginning of this, and they front load that. I thought that made him safe, not that they were actually definitely killing him. Because yeah. if you look at it from a story point, from a character development point. He still had more to do with his family. Yeah. Even if it's just him going to his family, because then you would have had to explain away his, once his family's gotten brought back, you would have had to have Black Widow go to that family. Right. But then at the same time, you're thinking like, okay, the way that you've written Black Widow, 
up she to this does, point. She has no she family. Has she has nothing left to do. And for her, and for her, the ultimate sacrifice for her would have been to bring her family back, which is the Avengers. Yep. Um, so in that sense, it completely made sense. But I'm telling you, I missed her at that scene where all the women were all together. I was like, the first female Avenger is not there. I know. And that, that upset me a little. That, that would be the biggest missed opportunity for me in this movie. But as far as like the story goes, I understood why they do it. And it's, it's still a nitpick at the end of the day. Yeah. But I wish I could have seen Black Widow kick ass one more time in a, in a Marvel, in, in a, in a Marvel, we know that she's going to do a solo movie. It's going to be a prequel, and that's going to even be better because, like, it's just concentrating on her. Right. So I'm looking forward to all the kick-ass things that she does because in, in a lot of the movies that she is in, she doesn't do a lot throughout the movie, but then she has, like, this one move These or one fight scenes. scene where it's just like, God damn it, that's the most memorable thing I've seen. Yeah. The two most memorable things in Civil War for me are the beginning fight scene with her and those two henchmen and the end fight scene. Uh, between all of them. Yeah. And then the, the airport scene has taken a, a back step for me. Yeah. Just because, yeah. like, just because, like, yeah, it was awesome the first time to see that. But as far as on multiple viewings go, that beginning and that end. Her fight scene is amazing. Are the two things that stand out the most. So, so great. So, yeah, I missed, I missed that. I, I was upset that I didn't get to see her run out with right. Shuri, with, you know, with Scarlet uh, with Witch, Wash, and- with Scarlet Witch, just running out with all of them. I thought, it would have been awesome to see her lead them. Yeah, it instead. Would have been cool. So that was that was a big, that was probably my biggest gripe with that movie. Lapita wasn't in this movie, was she? No, she was not. Was no, she was not. Mm. Um, but she was not in Infinity War either. Yeah. So that I'm not sure what she could have really done. Yeah, she doesn't um, have superpowers or anything. No, and I don't think she's actually trained in fighting like yeah. Shuri is. That's a, you might be right. I would have, you know, when Shuri walked through the door, walked through the portal, I was like, if she touches her chest and the whole fucking thing turns into a suit, I'm going to lose I'm going to fucking lose shit. Yeah, yeah. But they're probably waiting for the Black Panther 2 yeah, movie yeah. for that. I'm surprised they didn't run out with rhinos and shit. I was like half expecting, like when I saw oh, them like come from, out, from the I other tribe. The rhin- yeah. I mean, those portals were so big and like basically the, all those fuckers came out from Wakanda. And God. he yells, even when he yelled Wakanda forever, which I knew it was coming, I was just like, fuck yeah. Like, let's I was like, it. just yell. Everybody just fucking yell. Everybody just I'm, yell your war cry. I don't care. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's like high pitch. I'm on my period. Yeah. <laughs> what it is. I don't, it doesn't matter what it is. You could have yelled. Cheeseburgers. Oh, so let's, so, so spoilers, uh, again. So Tony Stark. Tony Stark finally gives himself up like he tried to do in the first Avengers movie. Yes. And in an amazing way, because it's a callback to the first movie. Yes. So throughout the movie, Thanos is saying that he is inevitable. Um, who else says that in a different... I am inevitable. Somebody else says that in a different remember, type of movie. But... Um, oh, I think it was... T- uh, <laughs> it was... I think it was Tim Curry in Legend. Maybe. Where he's like, I am inevitable. I am darkness. Oh you yeah, know, uh, when he's giving that speech to Tom Cruise, I just keep remembering uh, that that Russian that guy in um, Gold Goldeneye where he's like, "I'm invincible," and then like it explodes and he gets frozen, you know, with the <laughs> yeah. So we get to the part. Everything's happened. So this is right after Captain Marvel gets hit with the Power Stone, and then uh, Stark comes in and tries to fight him too. Um, well, Doctor Strange, lo- he looks over at Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange puts up his one finger. Which yeah, because he wouldn't tell him in the beginning. Because he's like, it, it won't happen. If I tell you what right. happens, it won't happen. 
because he was probably waiting for that one moment. To oh, tell if he Tony. said like, "Hey, you're going to sacrifice yourself," that's how we win. He'd be like, uh, uh, "Yeah, but you, yeah, exactly." I don't know. <laughs> so, so there's this quick fighting that happens with Captain Marvel. Like, actually, he fights Captain, uh, Thanos first, then Captain Marvel comes in because he dispatches of, of Iron Man pretty fast, and then Captain Marvel comes in. Then he punches Captain Marvel, and then. Iron Man comes in again. Grabs now, the gauntlet. Now the gauntlet is now an Iron Man gauntlet, yes. which is key. Which is key because that's how he pulls the stones out of the gauntlet. Yep. Because he basically just morphs the stones back into his armor because it's all one Nanobite. network. Right. Right. And so Thanos says, before he snaps his finger, before he realizes that the the stones are gone, he says, "I'm inevitable. I am inevitable." And then snaps his finger, and then nothing happens. So and then genius. you see Stark, and then you see Stark sitting there with now the 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 stones. He turns forming, his hand over, so you see the back forming, of his hand. Yeah, starts forming the Iron Gauntlet. I think it's called the Iron Gauntlet. No. That's what I'm gonna call it. And then he says, "I am Iron Man," and that's a callback to the very first movie of how yep. he. Ends the first movie and then he snaps his finger, and then everybody starts disappearing. And then as soon as I saw him have the stones, I'm like, "Oh shit, he's gone. He's dead. He's not powerful enough to hold those no. things." And he's the and the, the only reason he's not completely dust is because of the armor. Yeah, the armor yeah, absorbs a like, lot he of he it. He just looked burnt to shit. He looked but, like that guy on Game of Thrones with that fucking skin disease. He looked like <laughs> he looked like before the hound <laughs> healed. <laughs> before the hound healed. Um. But oh my god, not a dry eye. I would safely say in the no, house. No, I heard people sniffling and in in you the, know, I'm not crying. In in the, well, we were sitting by a lot of people who had not seen the movie right in, 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 on Saturday. But on Thursday night, obviously nobody. Actually, my friend, my friend Nick had actually seen the movie the weekend before. Holy shit! But he what? never told anybody. Oh, he didn't tell me until after the movie was Lucky over. Bum. Well. I'm actually grateful that he did that. Yeah, yeah. So he, I was, I was, I said to him, I was wondering why <laughs> he wasn't he sure. Watch this like every five minutes. You're like, quit, what? He's like, here's why? where Tony dies. <laughs> here's where Tony dies. Like, what? You're like, don't get used to this. He's like, oh, here comes, a, here comes a hammer. <laughs> oh, God, I would have killed I him. I would have fucking murdered him in his seat. <laughs> um, but Jeez anyway, so, so everybody is crying in the theater and I'm, I'm tearing up. Uh, the first showing. Um, so funny thing where I really lost it, where I, yeah. in the first showing on Thursday night, I, I did the whimper where my bottom lip was like whimpering. And this, <laughs> this came, the bottom lip was like, <laughs> yeah, like a, like a four year old. Um, <laughs> can't get their candy. I'm like about to, cry. I'm like full blown about to cry in this yeah. theater. And I'm not ashamed to say it because God damn it. Um, so it's the scene after the funeral. After the after the will not will reading but after the last message Tony gives and they well, and he says well, I they, love you and they 3, show 000. well if, for one thing though they show all the Avengers like it the camera goes and pans around all right and they show at the funeral and they show the kid from Iron Man three yeah which was I didn't which know which a lot of people didn't me. know but yeah. I was like oh there he is um, so anyway so it's after all this stuff that happened now you're already a wreck you were a wreck the second he died right but like they they keep going on with the funeral and it's gorgeous and and then they show the Fucking on the thing it says it's it's a uh, proof that Tony Stark has a heart. I'm like you motherfuckers. Yeah, it was like the Lord of the Rings of I'm gonna make but you cry way, harder, but way better. Like yeah. I wanted that Lord of the Rings ending to end. This <laughs> so I, didn't I didn't want, want it to end. Yeah, um, and just like just like the movie, it, how it like just keeps showing you amazing things after amazing things in that end battle scene. In this, in, from the time Tony dies, 
they just keep going and just keep yanking at your heartstrings. They had, um, what is it, Hawkeye talking to Scarlet Witch near the water? Right. Because they both lost somebody they loved. Right, right. But they keep going and going and going. And I'm like, okay, I've, I've held it back. I'm tearing up. Like, there's tears rolling down my eyes, but I'm not crying. Right. I'm sad I'm as bawling. fuck. Yeah. And then Happy is sitting there on the porch, and I might cry now. Happy's sitting on the porch with Morgan and says, are you hungry? And she says, I want cheeseburgers. And I fucking lost it. Yep. In the theater, I lost it. I started whimpering, crying well, in says, the first She show. says, I want cheeseburgers. And then he goes, okay. He's like, and then he said. But, then, but right before that, he whimpers a little bit too. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfuckers. And then he goes, that was your dad's favorite. And he's like, I'll get you all the cheeseburgers you want. Jesus. So funny story. Well, funny, but. Sad at the same time. So I saw it the first time again. I started crying, whimpering. My bottom lip was whimpering, doing the <laughs> doing the flapping thing, right? And I was like, "Oh, you sons of bitches!" So the second time we go see it yesterday you knew morning, it was coming. I knew it was coming. So I'm literally talking to myself. You're talking to yourself. I'm talking off to the myself. Ledge. My, yeah, talking myself off the ledge as I'm watching the second time. I'm like, "You know it's coming, Vic." Vic, you know it's coming. She says, cheeseburgers, hold it the fuck together. (laughs) Hold it together. You're good. You're an adult. You don't have to cry. You've seen this movie already. Don't cry. And I'm like, you're right. I'm not going to fuck. I'm talking to myself. I'm not going to cry. It's not going to happen. I've seen this movie before. I'm a big boy, right? She says, cheeseburgers. Cry even worse this time around. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I cried worse the second time. You know why? Because you notice all the little nuances in their performances this time. Because last time it just kind of came. This time you're watching and really paying attention. But this time, I even talking to myself, I could not stop. I teared up and cried worse the second time. That's Toy Story 3, man. When they bring out all the toys and they get to Woody. And you're like, don't do Woody. Don't do Woody. Don't talk about Woody. Yeah, don't talk about (laughs) Woody. Don't talk, normally talk about Woody, but not this time. <laughs> Just throw the toy at the girl. <laughs> Here, <laughs> take it. Yeah. Steal I hate this toys. fucking cowboy. <laughs> it always breaks. Yeah. <laughs> I always have to sew him back together. Yeah. How does he get dirty all the fucking time? <laughs> I mean, I left him right here. <laughs> on my bed. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the the cheeseburgers got me. Yeah. I've, I've, I don't think I've ever... Cr- the closest I've ever cried to having it uh, with a cheeseburger... Probably was when I ate like the angry whopper and it was too spicy. And my eyes too. You ate so many white castles you were gonna and throw up and you were crying. Probably I threw probably I because I probably because I immediately regret this. Yeah. I, I maybe I cried during the throw up, but I've never cried because of the like just cheeseburger. The no, word it was cheeseburger. It's just, so, just huge cheeseburgers. It's not like I want a cheeseburger. I want cheeseburgers. And I was like but it was such a again, this is the thing that we've been talking about the entire review, is that there's callbacks and it's not fan service because like it just makes sense. It just makes sense. And it's just it's and like like I I hate when movies put shit in movies. Yeah. Just for Easter eggs. Like I, I can't stand it. I can't stand Easter eggs just for the sole purpose of Easter eggs. Like the scene where uh, in The Force Awakens where Finn grabs the, ba- the the training droid. Right. Yes, it's a great callback, but is it necessary? No, it's not necessary well, it's at not. all. And also the chess, when they turn the chess board on, it's it's where it, it left off. And I'm like, you mean to tell me after 40 fucking years no one touched this thing? Yeah. Or this, thermal, or this training it. droid is still in here 40 years later? Right. Yeah, it's, it's shit so, that didn't make sense. Or like Hans never touched Chewie's bowcaster ever. Right. Like, come on. So there was yeah. things that like... It was but cool. In the, but, but in this movie... It everything just makes sense. Like there's the one there's that one part where Captain America's fighting Captain America and <laughs> the older Cap- and he's like, Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And he's like he, collectively Captain America's thinking like, Yeah, I'm tired of that line too. <laughs> 
I mean, fuck, they just get it. The Russo brothers just fucking get it. Yeah. They get why we love these movies. They get why we love these characters. And I said this to a friend of mine, uh, Arnell, who's our quasi-technical person who knows nothing about technical <laughs> shit. Um, I said to him, I said, um, you know, I might be 40 years old, but I've either grown up or grown old with these characters. Yeah. It's been 11 years. Yeah. It's been you 11 years. You were 29 years. when you started watching these movies. Right. 29. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> That's how fucking old I am. And I still cried like I was three years old when he she said cheeseburgers. I cried like she should have cried. This is not a Pixar movie. This isn't Up or no. Toy Story 3. This no. is a fucking and man even, movie. <laughs> and even, even though I've been waiting for somebody to die since Age of Ultron, I still wasn't ready for it. I still yeah. wasn't ready for it. Seeing the way that they handled Tony Stark's death, I wasn't ready for that. No. You know, and even though again, and I have expected uh, Captain America to die. So when he comes back as an old no, man, they, they did even like, better. Whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, they did even better. Really crazy. I mean, I'm not sure what else we can say about this movie. I mean, it's fucking great. Go watch it. I, go watch it again. I know you listened to this review because you already watched it. We've go watch it again. We've stressed watching things on IMAX. There's certain movies that you need to watch on IMAX. Avatar, the first Avatar. Star hopefully. Wars. Star Wars, yes, you should see an IMAX, oh, especially now since they've recorded Godzilla, the Godzilla movie. The Godzilla movie. If, and if you went to an IMAX showing the Thursday night of, you got to see a, 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 a sneak preview of Godzilla, which you didn't get to see Saturday nope. morning. And I was hyping it up for you, too. I didn't know it was a free. <laughs> I was I didn't all know. cried because of that. Yeah, I was like, oh, man, you didn't get to see it. But I did. <laughs> and it was fucking awesome. I was already psyched for that movie. But this movie was filmed with IMAX cameras. You have to see this in IMAX. Yeah. You have to see this. And I was a little upset that it was 3D because I'm not a big 3D person. But it, five minutes in, but it's perfect. this movie yeah. works with 3D. Yeah. I cannot stress to you enough, if you've not if you've seen this movie already and you haven't seen it on IMAX, go see it on IMAX because it is an entirely different movie. Yeah. It's completely it's, different. The, it's the completely scope, immersive. You could definitely... The scope is already big enough, but IMAX, like, you could see... This movie the, was made... How big the scope I mean, if, you, if you've paid for 22 movies already, take take the jump and go to IMAX for this last one. Yeah. yeah Even if you've already it. seen it first, go see it again. Yep. No, I recommend it. Um, normally, we do the reviews, but we've already done it. No. Well, we've already done the ratings and everything, done. so hopefully you heeded our warning of the... <laughs> Five second countdown, <laughs> and then uh, after this, uh, stay tuned. Or, or uh, I think on the same day, you can uh, listen to Heidi Moneymaker, who has played Black Widow all these years, amongst many, many, many other things. So, uh, but yeah, that interview is going to hit tomorrow. Um, and yeah, I think that's that's it, man. Yeah, there's nothing more for us to say. This movie's too good. All right. Well, that was episode 192 of Chew on This and Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Till next time, folks. Chew on that. Later.